Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my websites, recoveryradiokmp3.com, sarcasticnickbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you are here with me. I don't know if the day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I am so glad for that. No desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's. Some Don Francisco's hazelnut. I know that's why you're tuned in, because you need to know that. Very important. Super crucial. I have to warn you, I'm in such a good mood today. I'm jealous of my future self. I'm jealous of... I'm jealous of... You should be jealous of your future self because today's show is going to be so fun and so exciting. You're not just not going to know what to do with it. I want to talk about something that's at the heart of my freedom I feel today. Something I talk about on here a lot. There's a line in the big book that is a line that has become the mantra of many people I know. And it's a line that is very much taken out of context. And the line is, the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. It is a line that I hung my head on for years. And you know, there are degrees of of you know emotional sobriety. There's degrees with which you could have the blinds open, unblocking you from the sunlight of the spirit and 
I had some light coming through the blinds, but I feel very different today since being really open in a desperate place and being willing to look at the big book with a clean mental slate, being prepared and able to and willing to disregard anything that didn't anything that wasn't uh, clearly stated in the book if you take that statement at face value the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-role run riot though he just doesn't think so you just say it's that's what the book says. It just says it in plain English. It's true. That's what it says. There's a lot of things to consider there. It also says everywhere else in the book when it talks about an alcoholic's um, selfishness, character defects. It describes an alcoholic who is like normal people, except where it comes to alcohol. I'll read one thing in, in particular. I'm trying to get into all of it. So part one of what I'm saying is this. Go to page 19, I think. No. Not 19. 21. They're describing the real alcoholic. That's what they say. What about the real alcoholic? Let's describe the real alcoholic. He may start off as a moderate drinker. He may or may not become a continuous hard drinker. But at some stage of his drinking career, he begins to lose all control of his liquor consumption once he starts to drink. Here's the fellow who's been puzzling you especially in his lack of control. He does absurd, incredible, tragic things while drinking. He's a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He's seldom mildly intoxicated. He's more, always more or less insanely drunk. His disposition while drinking resembles his normal nature but little. He may be one of the finest fellows in the world, but you let him drink for a day, and he frequently becomes disgustingly and even dangerously antisocial. He has a positive genius for getting tight at exactly the wrong moment particularly when some important decision must be made or engagement kept. He is often perfectly sensible and well-balanced concerning everything except liquor, but in that respect, he is incredibly dishonest and selfish. That's part one. I could read a bunch more things like that, but... There's nothing else in the big book that says that we're more selfish than other people. Also, here's part two. Here's the kind of important part. If I read that and I'm sober for six months, or I've had a psychic change or sober for years, 
it's just natural that I think they're talking about me. I'm an alcoholic, and that's what they're saying. But the book was not written for somebody who's had a psychic change. The book was not written for somebody who has already done the steps. We're reading something right there at a stage where we have not taken any of the steps. We're on step three. We admitted to our innermost selves we're powerless and we're open to there being a higher power. We're on step three, but we haven't used the spiritual Drano of steps four through nine. Remember, at the original study, we talked about this for a long time. Hundreds of people talked about this. And came to a consensus after looking at all of the places in the big book that had talked about selfishness. All the places in the big book had talked about the alcoholic personality, alcoholic uh, traits. Came to the unanimous consensus that that might as well have said the still drinking alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot though he usually doesn't think so remember, some people were really, really mad about that that can't be true and I get that but it was beautiful for me read another thing. This is on a little page called uh, Hold on a second. Don't yell at me. Somebody walking by. What are you listening to? Listening to this podcast. A guy's looking for a page. He's thumbing through a book. It's really a good show. Oh. Page 44, at the very top. In the preceding chapters, you have learned something of alcoholism. We hope we have made clear the distinction between the alcoholic and the non-alcoholic. If, when you honestly want to, you find you cannot quit entirely, or if, when drinking, you have little control over the amount you take, you're probably alcoholic. Notice that it doesn't say if you're extreme, if you're more selfish than the people around you, if you just can't let go of stuff, if you're really like stubborn, you're probably alcoholic. No character defects are mentioned when they're talking about the distinction between an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic. Go to page Roman numeral 30. XXX. Dr. Silkworth. Second paragraph. The classification of alcoholics seems most difficult, and in much detail is outside the scope of this book. There are, of course, the psychopaths who are emotionally unstable. We're all familiar with this type. They're always going on the wagon for keeps. They are over-remorseful and make many resolutions, but never a decision. 
There's a type of man who is unwilling to admit that he cannot take a drink. He plans various ways of drinking. He changes his brand or his environment. There's the type who always believes that after being entirely free from alcohol for a period, he can take a drink without danger. There's a manic depressive type who is perhaps the least understood by his friends and about whom a whole chapter could be written. Then there are types entirely normal in every respect, except in the effect alcohol has upon them. They're often able, intelligent, friendly people. Entirely normal in every respect, except in the effect alcohol has upon them. Not entirely normal in every respect, except they're incredibly selfish. They're more selfish than other people. There are types entirely normal in every respect, except in the effect alcohol has upon them. That's pretty plain. Says it over and over and over again. Back to that page, back to that line that I'm talking about. Started all this. Remember that now they're 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 writing to an alcoholic who hasn't done this yet. Keep that in mind. It's very important. It's very important to me. Put this in its proper context. Changed everything. So our troubles we think are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves. And the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he uses and thinks so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. Above everything, we must or it kills us. And God makes getting rid of this selfishness possible. Give you another example of this that can be taken out of context. They really they say the alcoholic, but they might as well be saying the still drinking alcoholic. There's another place in the book that does this because it's easy to take this out of context. Page seventy-three. More than most people, the alcoholic leads a double life. You could take that, just as it stands, out of its context and say, yeah, I lead a double life, more than most people I do. But let's read the whole thing. He is very much the actor to the outer world he presents his stage character. This is the one he likes his fellows to see. He wants to enjoy a certain reputation, but knows in his heart he doesn't deserve it. The inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his sprees. In other words... They, they said, more than most people, the alcoholic leads a double life, but they are talking about a still-drinking alcoholic. Coming to his senses, he is revolted at certain episodes he vaguely remembers. These memories are a nightmare. He trembles to think someone might have observed him. As fast as he can, he pushes these memories far inside himself. He hopes they'll never see the light of day. He is under constant fear and tension, and that makes... For more drinking. 
They didn't start by saying, more than most people, the still-drinking alcoholic leads a double life. But that's what they're talking about. Clearly. No different than... And the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. They don't say the still-drinking alcoholic is an extreme example. But they might as well, because they're not talking about somebody who has done these steps. But back to the start of all this. I'm bringing this up because this is a quote taken on its own that is really held on to and sort of waved proudly by most of the people I know. Very easy to understand why. But when I did go through the book in a non-linear fashion by subject instead of by chapter or step, it blew my mind. The clarity of what it says about what makes me alcoholic and what is just human. I would say I've had this conversation probably thousands of times with people about this. And the bulk of the time it is met with, I'm crazy. Which I understand. But I am grateful for the message I've received and how it changed how I apply the tools of this program. It is why I don't wake up afraid. It is why I'm not dreading going to work. It is why I feel like I'm on a first date with my wife today. It is why I I'm not afraid to lead or share or go to meetings. It is why I'm not privately thinking that I'm the shit. It is why I'm very clear that the power in my life is not mine. It is why I'm not in competition with people. It is why I don't say one thing and do another when I'm talking to you. It is why I don't stuff my feelings and pretend I'm doing well when I'm not. It is why I was laying in the hospital, having had a stroke, two and a half years ago. And I was in the best mood of anybody in the room. It is why I trust 
I go into the world with trust. It is why when I run in the morning, sometimes a smile hijacks my face and I'm running around like a psycho because I'm so present. It is because of all these things I'm saying that I was reading, my understanding that self-centeredness is part of the human condition. It is why I'm so much more compassionate for everyone that I talk to outside of Alcoholics Anonymous. Because I'm aware that everybody suffers from these things. The degree to which is negligible. It is why I don't dread family events. Because A I don't think I'm stuck with it Self-centeredness And B All those things I just described Involve Being out of self Maybe right now you're thinking, eh, bullshit. You think you're the shit. You think you're all perfect. I know I'm not. I make mistakes all day, every day. I continue to make mistakes. But. The experience I'm having improves and improves and improves. And it is because at my core, I'm thoroughly convinced that I'm not stuck being extra selfish. That changed everything for me. It is central to why. My life is not run on fear, which the big book says is a manifestation of self. (laughs) Speaking of selfishness, I am on my way to a photo shoot. My agent is really selfish. Not an alcoholic, but still very selfish. It's just all about the greenbacks. I'm just a dollar bill signed to him I have an agent I have a um, photo shoot today for a home and garden and you ever see one of those like (laughs) huge like statues of like a like a tiger made of marble it's like me, I'm like wearing all white linen, 
drinking a cappuccino, and I'm I'm sitting on the back of the statue, this big marble lion. Wow. If you're still listening to this, God bless you. I feel like I owe you an immense. All right. Anyways. If anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything is okay. Email me, sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. Message me on Instagram, sarcastic.a.book. Visit the gift shop at recoveryradiokmp3.com. Get the books, go to Amazon or sarcasticbigbook.com. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same.